Well, I suppose we should get going. All right, everybody, stay right where you are. Get the hell out of here. No, you stay here. You gotta get going, so go. I'm sorry you came. Time now for stay. Nobody got a gun to your head. Or go. I'll be back. Busters will get you out of your car lease today. It's as easy as pie, a piece of cake. Avoid penalties and early termination fees. Visit leasebusters.com. Welcome back to Leafs Lunch. Julie Tashiri and Mike Stefano with you. The Leafs took a really about as close as you could get victory over the Nashville Predators last night. 2-1. Some final minute magic from Mitch Marner. But as, as someone pointed out in text, and it, it's so true, it was mostly Willie Magic. He really sold that shot to get it over Oh yeah, to Mitch. It so, was sick. Like, they called, um, like on the call last night, on the goal call, they called Mitch the wizard. They, Joe Bowen. Joe Bowen, sorry. Joe Bowen, my favorite, called him the wizard. How do you not call Willie the wizard? Oh, we gotta get like you got. We gotta you got call Mitch, him. We gotta somebody's Mitch, gotta get him. Mitch on the is phone. the magician. Yeah. Right. Which I get it. Magician, magic, magic wizard. Mitch. They're all the yeah. same stuff. But it's like you got magic Mitch and Willie the wizard. It just it just makes sense. No, you're completely right on that. You know. Yeah. Might have to have a chat with Joe. Yep. 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 See where he's, he's usually he's very good at. with the nicknames. He's the, the best one I've ever heard. Jack Joe Campbell. One? Yeah. Oh. Jackie Nimble. Jack V. Quick, Jack stopped that with his goalie stick. And, and like I'll that never just forget that. Came, literally, he told us, and that just came to his head. Yeah. Never really rehearsed it, or he said, no, nah, it just came, rolled off the tongue. How's that? If, if I tried to come up with something like that off the tongue, it would come out like gibberish. Madness. Absolute gibberish. So, uh, what could stay, I guess? We haven't done stays and goes in a while, eh? Joe Bonesy's. Because we, on we Monday? Didn't we do it yesterday? <laughs> Coming off for. Didn't we do it? No, we would do it. We did it Monday. Yeah. No, we don't do stays and goes on Monday. There do was we? a game on Sunday, Julia. Remember? But we okay. do that. We don't do stays and goes on Mondays, do we? So I'm here's how it. I'm gonna tell you that we did this. Because remember, you were about to like get into, I don't know, something. And you're like, oh no, wait, we gotta do stay or go here. Oh yeah, you're so right. Yeah, because we had the back to back Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So then we did the stay. No, but or go remember, on we didn't Monday. used to do it after the weekend. We used to do something else. If there were Saturday games. Anyways, not important. Not important. <laughs> you start. You bothered me. Let's get into uh, <laughs> let's get into the stays and goes from last night's game. Um, just goes to show how last night's was. Yeah, not the, not the best game. We're not yeah. that not that excited to oh, get man. to our stays was, or goes. You know when you're thinking about a show as a game as a game's going on, and I was like, like is... you wanted to watch something else. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Put the channel on. Watch like, something oh, else. I love you, leaps, but God, give me something. Yeah. You know, like Matt Murray was as close to maybe must watch though last night as he's been in a while. So, what did you think of that snowflake save, snow angel save? I was gonna say snowflake save. What? That's so mean. <laughs> um, Is that an insult now? I like snowflakes. They fly around. I, I don't know what that even means, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I thought it was a great save. Like I think Tanner Janot didn't sh- didn't shoot it in the proper spot. Yeah, it was like peak desperation desperation save. Yeah, like out of out of Matt Murray, like for sure. But that's that's keeping up with the play, and I think he deserves credit for for that. Like realizing that he's got his back kind of turned to the play, but. You know, he he. Well, I think he talked about it actually. So I should. He mentioned there was contact. Yeah. So why don't we hear from Matt Murray, and then we could kind of discuss, I guess, how you know we feel about the save afterwards. So this is Matt Murray on uh, that save on Tanner Janot in the first period last night. Yeah, that was a bit of a crazy play. I just kind of got spun around. There was some contact after the first shot, and kind of spun me around. So I was looking over my shoulder, and 
I saw the, the guy made a pass down to the back door, so I knew I just had to kind of get something over there. So I just kind of spun, tried to tried to get something there. And he did. Just spun, leaped, and ended up keeping the puck out of the net. A lot of body there, a lot of gear there. So, yeah, sometimes I guess the yeah. odds are in your favor. But he was great last night. Like, that's that's what I want to stay. Like, 2016-17 playoff level Matt Murray. That That's what needs to stay. Um, made 32 stops last night on 33 shots. 11 high danger saves last night. And was a one uh, 1.5 goal saved above expected as well. Leafs Nation is so traumatized with goaltending. I, I love a good game like this out of Matt Murray. It's awesome. He's, he's been good. He was so good. And his numbers on the year as a whole are excellent. This tragic thing is that Leafs Nation is so ultimately traumatized by goaltending that it only takes one kind of dicey game yeah, for everyone to be wrong. like, Oh, great! It's over. You're not wrong. It was the it, pumpkin stories come out. It, it's it's understandable. Like, it's very human because we've seen right. this kind of thing before. Well, while you were away, right? There was that three. Four I couldn't even game look stretch. while I was away. <laughs> well, they both had like the three four game stretch. So it was kind of like three weeks between the two of them. Yeah, where it was dicey. Like Samsonov had given up, or I think between the two of them, they had given up like five goals in back to back games, and it was like, uh oh, are we? seeing some deja vu here but murray's come out now it's two straight really good performances last night maybe you know one of the best that he's had all year long and and one where they needed him to be as good as he was which was great and and it wasn't just that save like he made a number of of real quality saves to that entire game i think i saw they had 23 slot shots last night the uh the nashville predators so like they were in and around his you know goal crease and and in very good favorable scoring positions all night um so i I think that you got to give him a, a lot of credit to uh, to how he played last night, ensuring that the Maple Leafs had the best chance to win. So, absolutely, the Lilligren Sandine pairing last night was really impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Sandine through those first two periods, uh, I, I think at the end of the game, by the numbers, Lilligren was actually their most effective or, or best defenseman. But Sandine through the first two periods, uh, 99.3% expected goals through the first two. So wow. he had a crazy first two periods. It kind of came down it, to earth. In the- was it Sandine who flipped the puck up from Nylander on the uh, on the breakaway there? I think so. He has so many breakaways. It was a great. It was just like, this just a smart play. It's like you see Willie's got a little bit of an edge, and he's got the speed clearly. Like, just shoot the puck up, let him skate onto it, and go in on a, on a, on a breakaway. And Willie's been, you know, a wizard when he gets the puck in alone, um, and he scores a lot. Uh, UC Soros came up big and made the stop there. Obviously, didn't score the goal. But, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, yeah, it's just another notable play that Sandine made, a very smart play, um, just kind of noticing that that was an outlet and an option for him to make. It was almost, I'm not going to put it on the level of, of Eric Carlson's was a few years ago in the playoffs oh, yeah. there. That was just the most insane kind of pitching catch. But it was a very smart play by Rasmus Sandin. Yeah, th- this pairing grows on me every game that I I, told, I think that we're going to like we're going to be talking about Timmy Lilligren as a top 4 defenseman by the end of the year. Like he had play last night too where he faked a shot, kind of curled the puck around, yes. got a shooting lane, found it and then shot, didn't end up in the back of the net, but it was a quality scoring chance. There was traffic there and he found the way through traffic and ended up going wide of the net, but you know, he created that shooting lane himself. And just the fact that his shot is a real viable threat, which now, we yeah. didn't really know. <laughs> That's right. Until recently. Which is funny. Um but obviously I think we got to talk a little bit about Willie Styles. Yeah. Last night because he was electric that first period. He was dancing like as great as matt murray was 
when, you know, all, all the reporters up in the gondolas kind of stand up and they just start, you know, chit-chatting about what's going on. The first thing that people said was, Willie's buzzing tonight. Willie is dancing. Yeah. Like he, every single play ended up being like a, a net positive. Like the puck just ended up on a stick the entire time. He was making all the right reads, all the right plays, which was kind of crazy because he was playing a position that's somewhat foreign to him as, as a centerman. Right, so yeah. I thought that that it was just really exceptional what he was able to do last night. A couple of assists, obviously the the assist on on the game winner on the power play, um, and then made the play to take the puck to the net on the Tavares goal. Got the assist there as well. Uh, four shots on net for himself. A couple of takeaways. Outshot opponents seventeen to eight when he was out there on the ice. Seven high danger chances when he was out there on the ice, making things happen. Um, and twenty one minutes fourteen seconds of of ice time. So you know, in general, I thought that Willie was. Outside of Matt Murray, their best player, certainly their best skater on the night. And, and, you know, that wizard Willie, Willie Styles, everyone to call it, the way he played last night, that could stay because that is going to give this team a lot of success moving forward. If they got him going, Mara going, Tavares now has goals in what, four straight games? Matthews, yeah. once he gets back, um, which could be tonight, we'll see, still a game time decision. Team's in good shape, especially if they're going to get the type of goaltending they got last night. This team is in good shape moving forward. Yeah, it makes a difference. Uh, goes. So, like you mentioned, the update that we see out of Leafs Media, who's in Detroit right now, is that Austin Matthews will be a game-time decision. Mm-hmm. I didn't guess, I'd say. He probably probably not. Yeah. yeah, probably not. Especially, I'm thinking Detroit tonight, Nashville last night, two kind of meh teams, but then they've got a really big one. Boston. against Boston on Saturday. So mm-hmm. you want him to be locked and loaded for that one. Absolutely. But my go, interestingly enough, we talked about how abysmal the power play was until it finally converted right towards the end. Uh, so we can't nag on that because Sheldon Keefe, Sheldon Keefe had a good point. Oh, there. I can nag on it. I'll can't nag on it for a second. My go with games without <laughs> Austin Matthews. It was horrifically boring. <laughs> I feel like that was a factor maybe. But, you know, I guess that's one of those. I, I was listening to different people talking about this game and somebody mentioned i forget where i saw this but oh kind of a playoff type feel with a really low scoring low event kind of game that they mm-hmm. ended up grinding out i don't know if i'd go that far but i guess if they can win one like that it's good to win games in different ways so i mean maybe this is something we can get into on the other side maybe we will talk about this whole what's going on with Austin Matthews right now. But really quickly, I guess my last go before we take a break here and, and get to that discussion, I'm going to poo-poo the power play for a little bit here. I know Sheldon <laughs> yeah. Keefe um, had a, had that you know kind of cute line yesterday saying, you know, uh, coach will keep his mouth shut when the power play wins you the game like they did last night. But up until that point, legitimately the ugliest power play I think I've seen all year. And the numbers legitimately will agree with that because it was the season worst 2.02 expected goals for per 60 last night their season average is nine nine goals so they were seven below seven goals per 60 minutes below their expected average on the season the league worst expected (laughs) goals per 60 is the Habs at 5.22 like it was that bad they could not break the puck into the zone Every single time they tried, the the Predators would just step up and knock the puck off, and they'd have to reload. It was so... And you talk about, you know, why was this game so boring? That's why. They got clogged up in the neutral zone almost every single time they're on the power play, which they're on the power play five times. So that's, what, nearly 10 minutes, I guess, of power play time that they had in that game. It was very slow and boring power play time. They didn't have a whole lot of opportunities, and finally it, it broke through in the end. 
But up until that point, the worst power play that this team has like put out there all season long. Yeah, and hopefully that's not a trend that continues. No, now to your point, like Austin Matthews wasn't there, yep. who's arguably their biggest power play weapon. Yep. Biggest shot, biggest threat. But still, I mean, I just don't understand how a team, and it's so funny, maybe we can talk about this with Frankie when he joins us in about 15 minutes, how a team can look so good at 5-on-5, five five, but the second that you go up a man and one guy comes off the ice on the opposition's team, now all of a sudden you can't break into the zone? Yeah. Like, there's a less guy to get through, and somehow you just can't do it. I just don't. Sometimes this sport doesn't make sense to me. No, most of the time hockey doesn't make sense. And, uh, ooh, that's actually a decent segue. Before we go, A.B., do we want to touch on officiating? It's not really our thing, but... I don't want to, I don't, I don't really care to touch on officiating, but, like, that... Are you talking about the, the hit on David Camp last the night? The Camp one? I, I always find it hilarious after games when both teams' fan bases are kind of mad about the officiating. That's, that, to me, is a sign that, like, eh, things work what out. What Nashville upset with? I don't, I'm Nashville's. I, I was there a miss, a miss call on uh, on Toronto at some point. That in Nashville their opinion, was it was about? there was, but I, I don't know what specific instance. There was just a lot of buzz on the timeline. Nashville fans not overly happy. Leaf fans not overly happy. And I guess if they're both not happy. Wound up pretty even officiating wise. Yeah. But the camp hit. Uh, camp apparently feeling well by all reports. Well, he by returned the way. to the game, so that was that was good. Like he left the bench. Yeah. And then returned to the game pretty late. Um, and then helped kill off like the final 30 seconds there got that last shift in to try and help uh, seal the deal so you know it's, it's it was a good sign to see him come back to the game and yeah as you noted he spoke today and says that he feels fine the play the lack of um, call what did you think i i thought i thought that it was actually definitely accidental contact but it was still interference nonetheless at the very least interference yeah and it did look like there was contact to the head and it was east west i don't know if there's going to be any type of uh i don't believe there's going to be any type of like supplementary discipline um, I don't know if we've heard anything on that or if you saw anything that said that the league's going to have a discussion about this, but um, it should have been interference at the very least. Like that, that was a total blown call. And the weird part was how they got together and huddled and talked about it. That's what I thought was and weird then too. Still didn't make the call. It's like look up on the jumbotron and you're literally watching this thing and this play happening. And even Sheldon Keith did they like, have it on the jumbotron? Yeah, they did. And you could clear as day see that it was an interference call and that it, there was east west contact to the head side hit like you could have called a couple of different penalties and the fact that nothing <laughs> nothing was done about it was was really you know i'm sure it ticked off sheldon keith yeah but. i'm surprised they even played that one i learned something interesting when i was at the world juniors that when the, both the nhl and the double ihf have asked that when a play is kind of borderline i know we have to go that it does not get shown on the in-house jumbotron, so they don't get well, any fan reaction. I, I believe, like home teams, if something goes against them, like they might not show what happens up on the jumbotron. Right. But but apparently, it's been asked. Like if it's borderline, yeah. don't show it. Which would make sense at Double I Jeff because like there is no home team, I yeah. guess. So it's like I mean, there is a host nation, but like Canada is the away team. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it would make sense that they just kind of make things as even Steven as possible. But yeah, I did think that was a miss, but they made it up, I guess, with a double minor on, on Morgan Riley. That's not a makeup call. Shut that was such the... a blatant... Yeah, but that was a discussion too. Yeah, like It, it, it didn't crazy. look like they were going to call it at first. They missed it and then they realized, oh, the guy's missing teeth. They huddled together. <laughs> okay, I guess we should call this one since we missed the last one. I don't... And luckily it turned out to be the, the game winner off of that one. So, um, you know, I guess the 
hockey gods were, were in Toronto's favor for missing out on the camp one. They got the double minor on the Riley and ended up resulting in a game-winning goal.